In the beginning, before the Pacific Ocean, there were Hawaii's four main gods, Kane, Lono, Ku, and Kanaloa. Together, they shaped the world. However, there was an entity more powerful than Hawaii's gods. The entity was drawn to Hawaii's beauty and left the domain known as the hidden lands of Kane to live among the islands. Its children thrived, and while some became powerful ali'i, the ones who didn't conform were referred to as the evil ones. They were Hawaii's dragons, the Mo'os, and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 52, Hawaii's Dragons, the Mo'os. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian, professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show. Since this is our show, I'd like to hear about your experiences. So if you have a strange or unusual Pacific occurrence, please send them to me via our website or select the feedback link in our show notes today. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but now your privacy. There's been talk about podcasts stealing your information and tracking you. This is not the case with our email list or show. I highly value your privacy, which is why in our early episodes, I selected a podcast host that does not steal your info or track you. So, unlike other podcasts, you may feel confident that I, our email list, And our show will not take part in these nefarious practices. So, thank you for your time, your continued listening, and your trust. Nefarious, that's like a $5 word. And now, here be dragons. Most people are not aware that Hawaii had dragons. And it will be interesting to see how many podcasts and blogs will start covering this. But there are tales of dragons in Hawaii. The Hawaiians had a word for any type of lizard or reptilian creature. This word was mo'o. It's interesting to see mo'o used on the internet, because most of the time, the Hawaiian symbol, which is an upside-down apostrophe known as an okina, is absent from mo'o. Commonly, the okina is absent in words like Hawaii, where the okina is before the last I. An okina is pronounced like a pause or musical rest, which changes the pronunciation and may alter the word's meaning. 
Since the okina is commonly missing from mo'o, this caused various pronunciations of mo'o like mu or mo, and makes things tougher for internet searches. South Pacific cultures substitute the Hawaiian okina for a k, so instead of mo'o, they call it moko. But that's a story for another time. Nowadays, it's common for Hawaiians and locals to refer to lizards and geckos as mo'os. But the magical mo'os were powerful creatures that dwelt near water or were water spirits and could be 12 to 13 feet big, which is a far cry from your typical household gecko. Mo'os also shapeshifted into humans who were very attractive and had reddish hair. As you could imagine, reddish hair was extremely rare for Hawaiians, for even Madame Pele did not have red hair. Mo'os were usually evil creatures who'd use their human beauty to eat men and women. But mo'os were also animal spirit guardians, or almakua. Almakuas protect areas and Hawaiians. Hawaiian families usually have an almakua who look after them, and the family members might gain traits from their almakua. However, it is possible for a Hawaiian to have a different almakua from their family. I am one such Hawaiian. Those of you who follow me know that my almakua is the Hawaiian owl, Pu'e'o. You combine this with me attending magic school, becoming a magician member of the magic castle, and you can imagine how many people mention Harry Potter to me. Contrary to popular belief, I'm not Ravenclaw, but was officially sorted into Gryffindor. But... I digress. The mo'o mentioned in our opening story was known as mo'o inanea, whose children spread throughout Hawaii. King Kamehameha the Great made a temple or he'eau on Oahu to honor one of her children and ensure his victory. And while mo'o inanea's children lived throughout Hawaii, mo'o inanea remained in the area of Oahu's Nu'uanu Valley. That's right, the same Nu'uanu Valley which was the site of the Battle of Nu'uanu, the royal mausoleum that houses the remains of most of Hawaii's rulers, is also where Pele has been seen, where it is believed you cannot take pork over the Pali, where Morgan's Corner is located, and where the Ghost Hunters and I may have encountered the night marchers if Dr. Glenn Grant didn't yell at us to leave. I'm still confident I would have been alright, thanks to my ancestor. But yeah, talk about a paranormally powerful place. The following is a Legends from the Pacific original story, and is based on cultural records. In ancient Hawaii, a young man frequented a fishing spot with his dog. The dog would run along the riverbank that led to the lake the young man always fished at. He respected the ancient ways and always left a portion of his catch to the lake 
and rivers, Aumakua. His parents praised his catch, but his mother warned him of the dangers that may inhabit his fishing hole. One day, while the young man fished, a woman approached him. She was the most beautiful woman he's ever seen, and he couldn't take his eyes off her reddish hair. The young man's dog barked at the woman, and the woman was scared away. The following day, he asked his parents to look after his dog while he went fishing. His parents agreed, and he left to the barking protests of his dog. At the fishing hole, the beautiful woman returned. He was drawn to her beauty, but heeded his mother's words and kept his distance. He asked the woman if she was a mo'o. The woman said she was, but she was not like her family, for she too was also kind, was taken by the young man's respect for the land. She wanted to have a family with the young man and promised to provide for him as well as his parents. She asked the young man to join her. He heard the truth in her voice, and he agreed. She took him to her dwelling, where the two lived blissfully. However, the young man grew concerned for his parents and missed his dog. He asked his beloved if he could retrieve his parents the woman was concerned his parents might have a difficult time accepting a mo'o. The woman knew she gave him her word and told the young man he could bring them, but warned that he must honor his father by being the first one he kisses upon his return. The young man agreed. The woman's eyes flashed as she tapped into her magic and sent him back to moments after they left for her dwelling. The young man couldn't believe he was back. He ran back home. His barking dog wagged its tail, jumped, and licked his master's lips. The young man's skin prickled as he realized he kissed his dog before his father. He broke his beautiful Mo'o bride's heart and she left him. You can support us by becoming a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter. Along with helping improve our show, Patreon supporters enjoy a number of benefits, including new Patreon-exclusive monthly episodes. So become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter today. Coming up, your featured song and Hawaiian word. Today, household geckos are believed to be good luck, and Hawaiians are hesitant about killing them. So we just leave them alone. It's not as bad as you think. They usually stay away from you, but they can get pretty loud at times, which does interfere with recordings. As for their larger relatives, various rock formations throughout Hawaii are believed to be the remains of Evo Mo'o killed by Hawaiians. One such formation can be seen off the coast of Oahu's Laie. That's the North Shore area, which is about 17 miles from Oahu's popular Haleiwa. As for Mo'o Inanea, 
she became a boulder, which remains in the Nu'uanu area. But there's been sightings of mo'os in modern times. A woman claimed, as a child growing up on Maui, her grandmother took her into Wailua Valley towards Haleakala, and she saw a giant mo'o swimming in a pond. Also, Hawaiians believe springs and ponds don't dry up because they are protected by a mo'o. Hawaii's fishermen continue leaving a portion of their catch as offerings to the area's Aumakua, for it is believed if you catch a fish and it tastes bitter, a mo'o lives near that fishing spot. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating, write a review, subscribe, follow us, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. Don't forget to send me your stories and join our email list to keep up with our latest news, including our upcoming book. Your information will be kept confidential, so claim your free, unaired episode, Hawaii's Faceless Ghost, Mujina, today. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Kalehua Ula by Weldon Kekau Oha, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kanashiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Mo'opuna. Mo'opuna means grandchild. An example of mo'opuna is your grandparents call you their mo'opuna. Once again, mo'opuna is Hawaiian for grandchild. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and ahui ho. Ahui ho.